0: Thank you for tuning in to the WAM Podcast, where women empower women in business and manufacturing. Hi, and welcome to the WAM Podcast. You're here with Amy Nicholas, and I am here with Ms. Charity Forte. She is a leading client services manager for Credit Risk Monitor. Uh, thank you very much, uh, Ms. Forte, for joining us today and giving us some insight into your organization and what it is that you do. Thank you for having me. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, financial risk is very, very significant and you know, it can impact any company in a major way. So, tell me a little bit about your company. I know that you joined in 2012, so you've been you've been there for some time now, but tell me a little bit about your position, what it is that you do and a little bit about your company.
1: So, I'm one of the two client services managers uh, I I manage alongside a colleague of mine a growing team of account managers, and basically what we do is our company provides real-time financial information and risk analysis on companies all over the world, and our team basically is educating our clients on financial risk, on educating them on the service, how to use the service to mitigate risk of vendors and suppliers as well as customers. We have a proprietary score. It's called the Frisk score. That's designed to provide an early warning sign of um, overall bankruptcy and also to supply and chain disruption. So the Frisk score is is basically the the proprietary focus of our company, and it has four key components that are really strong components on their own in predicting public company failure, but together they create this hybrid score that is able to, you know, give you the early warning sign of a company that could possibly go bankrupt. You know, and just to chat a little bit about those four key components, um, what we do is we use uh, the stock market and uh, stock market capitalization and stock volatility, basically the Merton model, and it actually won the Nobel Prize back in the 90s. And because we use stock market capitalization, it allows us to update the score every single night. And the second component that we use is uh, the uh, financials from this uh, the the uh, Z score uh, double prime, and what's nice about that is because you know our subscribers are really versed in in using financials, but there's shortcomings to that where I uh, have to wait for them to actually file and close their books for the quarter. So using the stock market information kind of mitigates the risk of having to wait for the financials to. The third component is we use the the agency rating. So we have Fitch, Moody's, DBRS, and um, Morningstar. And that looks at a five- to seven-year business cycle of a company. But, again, there's shortcomings for that where, you know, it's it's slow to change. So using the um, stock market information and the financials kind of mitigates the shortcomings of that. And then the fourth component is proprietary to us, too. No other company uses this. And it's called subscriber crowdsourcing, and what that does is we have 35% of the Fortune 1,000 companies using our service, and they're very sophisticated users. And the way our site is structured, it's not a static report that they look at; it's a dynamic. It's a, it's dynamic, so they actually have to click into each page to look at the information. So what happens is is the credit managers are that constricted to the fair. Disclosure restrictions, so they find out information about the customers and suppliers that they're doing business with because they reach out to them and as they become concerned about them, they start the patterns on our site change and we've been able to aggregate that data over the last 10 years and found it to be predictive of um, bankruptcy as well. So adding that into our score actually jumped the score from 95 to 96% accurate and even though it's just a one point jump, it's actually a 20% increase. So um, we're really proud of our score, and, and you know, it's it's really been helpful for our subscribers.
0: Oh wow, that's that's great. So, one of the things that a lot of companies do is, you know, it, it's who who is it that would bring you in? I guess is this because you know a lot of a lot of companies inside think that they really have their pulse on what their credit risk is, and so making that investment in a company to bring you guys in so that you can better obviously prepare them. Who is it that really? is the one that says, okay, well, this is a service we really need.
1: It's basically, you know, we have a a breadth of different types of users, but, you know, it's procurement professionals, it's credit professionals, um, sometimes even sales and marketing use our service to mitigate risk of the companies that they're concerned about.
0: Okay, excellent, excellent. So, you know, one of the things that I think a lot of companies run into and is really not recognizing what those dangers are So how do you, I mean, I know that you went over the four, but maybe you could dive into a little bit more of like what the pitfalls could potentially be of not recognizing what those pitfalls are. What is the potential for that? So
1: basically with procurement professionals, if one of their suppliers exhibits financial stress, it actually impacts their goods and services that they deliver. So if a supplier ends up filing for bankruptcy, It could cause the company a basically like a supply chain disruption where they're not able to manufacture that product. And that ends up affecting their revenue because there is a, you know, a disruption. So, for example, like a car company, you know, they're manufacturing cars and they lose a critical vendor that maybe like makes their engines or their seats. And they've been impacted by bankruptcy of of one of those vendors. Now they're, they have a disruption in their supply chain and they're not able to make that product. Right.
0: And what you guys do also is to help them be more aware of what their vendors, where they stand financially themselves so that they can potentially avoid that pitfall. Absolutely. Excellent. That's an incredible service. So Mm -hmm. what about non-financial corporate debt?
1: So basically with that, you know, the the Fed and the Wall Street Journal and Bloomberg, they've all been talking about this, and it's actually daily in the news that you'll see it also. And the NYU Solomon Center and the Fed actually published a chart, and it's basically showing that when the debt to GDP reaches about 45%, the default rate shortly after spikes. And the chart actually shows um, the default rate now over 45%, and it's very eerily similar to 2008. So this is all with public companies. And also what happens is as these default rates happen, 25% of them will file for bankruptcy. So it's, it's basically, you know, the last two times this happened, there was a recession.
0: Right.
1: Hey. So even companies that are strong like Amazon, you know, they, they're going to be affected as well because their customers may be affected. Their supply chain may be affected. So that's going to affect their working capital.
0: Okay, great. Well, I mean, it's uh, having your pulse on these things is, I mean, it's necessary, absolutely. I mean, limiting your exposure to to really all of these things that are out there and having somebody that has our pulse on them seems like a necessary service. You know, and investing in that just makes more sense to me in the long run. Um, is it something that you that you find is once you explain it and you come in that uh, people are very open to, you, or is it something that they have to wrap their head around? Because it makes so much sense to me.
1: Um, No, they they get it. And, you know, if companies, they file for bankruptcy, that doesn't mean that they're they're going out of business. They could stay in business through the bankruptcy restructuring, but their performance may suffer. So what it allows, the service also allows to help basically, like, uh, create a contingency plan to onboard alternate suppliers. They can even manage the suppliers themselves or buy that supplier or take the process into house. So it it helps them to create a contingency plan on what to do next so that their company can stay afloat. That's excellent. That's excellent. So tell
0: me a little bit. So you you manage this team, obviously this has been an incredibly successful service. And you seem to work with, I mean the top 35% of the Fortune 1000. Clearly you guys know what you're doing and are of a benefit. You also I know that you're based out of New York and just a little bit about you personally because you know people obviously rely on you for their at risk, but it's always good to know who you're working with. You're based out of New York, and I know you're a mom of an 18 year old son. Tell yeah. us a little bit just about you. I think it's you know people like to know who they're working with.
1: Yeah, so I was raised in New York, upstate New York, and said I have a I have a son, and um, I actually came from telecom, <laughs> and I worked there for about eight years for a communications company and it was retail and it was a little difficult i missed a lot of the milestones of my son growing up <laughs> so then one day my dad said to me he was he was like you know you should do something like real estate that way you can make your own schedule and i was like uh um, you know what let me try that out so while i was working um i i got my license in real estate and i was doing that part-time along with working full-time and i was like geez if i did this full-time Make a lot of money, <laughs> yeah. so I yeah. ended up resigning. <laughs> I ended up resigning from my position and doing that full time. Well, that was back in 2008 when the market crashed. But yes. um, yeah, so <laughs> um, what ended up happening was um, I decided to still continue and pursue that and raise my son. You know, and, and spend time with him. So when he got older, um, I decided to go back into the work. Full time, and I found the position here, and it's a great company to work for. I mean, right up to the the leadership of the company, right to the CEO, it's all hands on deck all the time. Um, you know, if we have a client that we need to resolve issues for, I mean, our vice president of client services will get on the phone with them. Our CEO will get on the phone with them, and you know, it's it's a really great company to work for, and I'm glad to be here for seven years.
0: It's always good to really have an understanding of. Like the inside of, you know, and the culture of a company that you're working with, especially, you know, in financial services, you know, you rely so much on all of their expertise and knowing that the inside is something like what you're speaking about is, is just very, I would say it, it kind of relaxes you and, you know, gives you an assurance of, of, you know, what's going on and who you're working with. The other thing I thought was super cool about you is that you are really active with animal rescue. And I think that says a lot about people. When they are just, you know, like I'm a total dog person. So I think it means a lot when you're not only helping your clients, but you like, you know, that's kind of your your nature is to really just be a a helpful and the kind of person who comes in and saves. So can you tell me a little bit about that? Because I thought that was very cool to hear.
1: Well, it's actually inspired by one of my closest friends. A few years ago, I, I never had animals growing up. And then a few years ago, we went, me and my husband went to a pet shelter, and we were looking for a dog for my mother-in-law. And I walked in there, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, look at all of these animals. And I saw these cats, and, you know, I was just like, they're so adorable. So the woman came up to me, and she was like, if you really want a good cat, you need to see this one. And it was an older cat, mangy, missing half his tail. (laughs) And Uh um, I... And I fell in love with him and it kind of, you know, spiraled from there. And now we have five dogs, a cat and a turtle.
0: <laughs>
1: oh, my goodness. That is a yeah, lot. It, it, yeah, it is. But I love it. You know, we have a lot of land, so it works out. And and it came from, you know, like having all the animals. One of my closest friends, she actually came. She lived in California. And she developed an illness where, you know, she needed to be in you know, a, in a low stress environment. And she ended up moving back east, uh, closer to her family. And she bought, I can't, I want to say like 10 acres of property and she started rescuing animals. And, it, you know, like, so that's, it, and she has so many, like all these abused farm animals from horses to goats to, I mean, just everything you could think of—little oh miniature ponies—and and it just inspired me to kind of want to do the same thing. So, it, it, it's, there's a lot to that, but it's 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 it makes me so happy. It's all I talk about. <laughs>
0: yeah, <so. laughs> well, it's good to know that you're—you know—you're clearly you clearly seem to be not only um, very good at what you do and the services that you provide are. Pretty much essential, but you seem to be a very good, solid person, somebody that we you know I would want to work with. So tell me a little bit. So if I wanted to get in touch with you, I could do that. I I know that I could go to Credit Risk Monitor and request a demo, but I could also reach out directly to you. You absolutely can. Okay, that would be great. So I believe that your email address is charity.forte. At creditriskmonitor.com. So if you would like to reach Ms. Forte directly, if you realize that you obviously need to be investing in making sure that your credit risk and your assessment tools that you that you're using really need to be upped, this is the person that you absolutely need to talk to. So again, that's credit risk monitor. And Terry, thank you so much for coming on. I really feel like you get you've given us quite the education. So is there anything else that you want to make sure that our listeners know about? There was
1: one last thing. A lot of times credit folks, they try to assess companies with just one, with one provider. And you can't invest enough money into the credit assessment tools because there's so many different aspects of what you need to be looking at between public companies and private companies. As I mentioned before, you know, public companies, you know, they, these, there's these aspects of it that help to basically be that early warning sign with the first score. Private companies are different because, um, you can use payment information to assess a private company. But public companies can pay their bills up until the time they file for bankruptcy. And we have case study after case study showing that. So that's why oh, wow. a lot of our subscribers. Yeah, yeah. And that's why a lot of our subscribers use multiple services. Um, not just one. It's not, never be a one-stop shop if you're dealing with both public and private companies. Also, with, pre- with uh, procurement professionals, there's other risks to worry about besides financial. There's environmental. There's geopolitical. There's sanction risks. So the strength of our service is financial. So you definitely need to use other services to mitigate those other risks that you need to deal with.
0: Oh, great! I mean, that's excellent, excellent advice. Every time I you talk about it, I'm learning something new. It seems like there's obviously a, a lot of that you offer, but that there's other avenues in which these companies really need to make sure that they're having all the right tools. So I think this is great. So creditriskmonitor.com is where you'd go to request some more information. And Ms. Charity Forte is the person to talk to. So thank you again, Charity. And I hope to uh, get the opportunity to speak with you again in the near future. Thank you so much for having me. Great. Thanks for listening to Wham! And we will talk to you soon, guys. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining the WAM Podcast, where women empower other women in business and manufacturing. For more shows like this, go to whampodcast.com. That's whampodcast.com. Thanks for tuning in.
1: This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.